The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Teen Wealth Radio, a show just for teens, their parents, and educators to come together and discuss the issues that are affecting our youth today. Your host is Brandy England. Brandy is joined each week by amazing guests, as well as a regular panel of co-hosts who are here to give you ideas and encouragement every step of the way. We also have plenty of other surprises on today's show. So let's get started. Here's your host, Brandy England. Teen Wealth Radio, it's a really exciting episode because it's our last one of the season. Hey, Kev. Hey, Brandy. How are you? I'm fabulous. How's Australia? Yeah, good. Beautiful day here. Just uh, 8 a.m. in the morning looking at downtown Perth and uh, feeling good. How are you? Really, really well. Back in Vancouver after five months abroad and uh, uh, happy, happy that we're doing this and, and sad it's over for a little while, but uh, really excited to have summer and do some summer camps with some of the kids. So, yeah, Can you believe it's been 13 weeks since our first episode? I can't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> well, believe it. It's true, hey? Yeah. I, um, 13 weeks. We've had 13 amazing episodes with so many guests. Do you know how many guests we've had? Um, oh, goodness. No, at least, I think, at least 50, because we've had about two per show and then a couple of extras here and there. Yeah, yeah. We've had some amazing uh, money tips from Grant and do-it-yourself tips from our Guru Ewan, which were amazing, and Damien with his bullying week. Remember that? I mean, so many great episodes. Eating disorders, self-esteem. Hopefully, um, all our viewers, or viewers, <laughs> we're not on TV yet, but we will be one day. <laughs> Hopefully, all of our listeners have loved every week. <clears throat> Yeah, it's it's been it's been really great, and hopefully through uh, globalteenwealth.org, people are starting to connect more. Uh, we've got more followers on our Teen Wealth page on Facebook. So, and we've had lots of teens reach out to us uh, just within the last uh, twelve days. We've gotten Facebook messages saying I was giving up on life, and uh, now listening to you guys, I think I don't have to, and I've stopped cutting. Uh, I believe that there's a purpose for me now, things like that. And it's just brought me to tears every time I read it because I feel like we're actually making a difference. So for all the people that are out there listening, maybe it's your first time listening to Teen Wealth Radio or maybe you've been with us for the 13 weeks, I just want to say thank you because you make my heart a little bit happier each and every time I get to receive a message like that. So it's it's nice to know that we're building a community out there of young people and parents and teachers. So it's been That's great. awesome. And I, I said this last week too, Brandy, in a couple of weeks, but for anyone who's listening, the whole purpose of this and, and the reason, Brandy, what you've started with Global Teen Wealth is incredible. And I know that we are all so excited and privileged to be a part of it. But for all our listeners, we just want to remind you that the reason we're doing this is because we believe in each and every one of you. You all have gifts and talents and abilities. And if you think that nobody believes in you, just know that we do. And there is a purpose for your life, and that's the point of this. So those those messages that we're getting, 
and that you've been getting brandy are so exciting and encouraging, aren't they? Absolutely. I'm, I'm going to block out the names and post some of them just so everyone can kind of see the feedback that we've been getting because it, it means that we're not going to stop and this is going to be something that we're going to grow every single week and every single year until we uh, hopefully can help millions of teens out there. So it's been a blessing. And to all the co-hosts that are here uh, right now, Grant can't be here with us because he just he and his wife just welcomed a new baby into the world a week and a half ago. Um, but everybody else is here. Evan's going to be joining us a little bit later. But uh, I'm at in my apartment with uh, Damien and Ewan, and and uh, we have a phenomenal guest that we're really excited to have here. Um, and Kevin, it's it's one of your friends. So hmm, I know. I'm sorry I can't be there with you guys, but really, really excited and honored to have uh, Romy on the show today. So um, yeah, just. Just really excited to have him. I know he's got a a story that will impact so many people and, and not an easy one for him to tell. But as a result of what he's gone through, I really, I know that he's going to help a lot of people out there. So, And he's there with you, isn't he, Brandy? He is, yeah. I just I just got to meet him about an hour ago, and we've been talking for a little bit now. Um, he's going through an experience that uh, no parent should ever have to go through, um, the loss of a child. Uh, it was just... 10 weeks ago today um, that his daughter lost her life and uh, he's here very bravely and very kindly because he believes that his message will be able to help somebody else out there. So uh, Rami, say hi to the world. Hey everybody. Um, now can you tell us just a little bit about your story so that people know who you are and uh, why you've decided to join us on Teen Wealth Radio? Um, absolutely. Well, like um, Brandy and Kevin mentioned, my daughter passed away 10 weeks ago today. Um, she took her own life, and, uh, and uh, it's, been, um, it's been a whirlwind ever since to kind of sort out why and what's and how's and, and the reasons behind and all the stuff behind what's going on out there in society and the pressures and the stuff that uh, kids are dealing with. She was, um, she was only 14 years old. She turned 15 this year. She would have turned 15 this year. And... Um, and up until a couple months previous, we really had no clue that there was any problems going on in our life that were of any of, our, any of this severity. How did you uh, find out that she was struggling? You know what? We actually found out the first clues of it when my wife happened to run across an online Instagram account that looked similar to what things that my daughter would say and post. It was a second or third account of hers that she had under a pseudonym. And um, and there was things on there, and she noticed, and she knew it was her account for sure when she saw a piece of art that was posted by her that my daughter drew that we knew about for sure. And so on there, we started seeing stuff that, you know, that obviously brought you know great concern to us, such as you know, people, you know, her hurting herself or you know getting into cutting and 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 talking about suicide and a lot of it, and um, and it's uh, it's it was a shock. Do you know if she struggled with uh, anxiety or depression or anything like that? She absolutely did. We knew we knew a little bit. She had a little bit of anxiety that we could tell before in the past, but really, was nothing was apparent. But she was a very talented girl. Mm-hmm. You know, she she was extremely smart, extremely bright, involved in multiple activities. She, she had no problem being on stage, no problem doing lots of other things. She was involved in in the arts and theater, and in, uh, she had a black belt and all sorts of other stuff. So there's no real normal, what you would expect, signs out there of what we think anxiety and depression look like. 
she didn't have any of those. What about um, friends or teachers? Did anyone come to you and say um, that she's changed a little bit or notice any difference in behavior? That's the thing that's, uh, that's, that's that we're dealing with, right? Really nobody did until much, much later, until things became extremely severe. Some of her, some of her friends did reach out to my wife and, you know, at the last little bits uh, a couple times, like when she was at school and had in town and other times, so, you know, where we would get a call from one of her friends going, I don't think Marissa's having a good day today. You should really, you know, chuck on her, which is a very light attempt to try and get our attention. That's not really, you know, if we didn't really know much at all, somebody just telling us that, we'd be like, just assume our kid's just not having a good day, mm-hmm. you know, without having a, you know, a good background of what's going on. And don't get me wrong, when we, when we found out anything, we got our help, got her in to see, see, uh, see a therapist, got her, you know, had our doctors look at her, had her at the hospital, did all those things. But even from there, you know, not, not all the help, you know, that we feel could have been out there mm-hmm. was done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we talked a little bit before about uh, the, the lack of kind of support outlets where you can go even to learn and discover these things. So that's one of the things we're trying to create with Global Team Wealth for parents. Um, for any parents that are out there listening, could, could you give maybe uh, looking back a, a piece of advice on, on maybe, I don't, I don't know, so, something that you've learned since this experience that may help other parents that are listening? You know what? I've actually, since this has happened, I've had numerous parents and I, and I can't believe how widespread it is about lots of kids having depression, having anxiety, just hiding it from their parents, hiding it from their friends. And um, there's lots of stuff that kids are posting on social media like us as parents, we had no idea to look for a secondary or third, you know, online Instagram or Snapchat or Facebook account where, you know, our kids are posting stuff that they don't want us to see. Right, and it's unbelievable the stuff that you find out out there. That's even if you go onto Instagram, kids are hashtagging suicide and cutting and all this stuff, and and unfortunately, it's somewhat being glamorized, like other kids and other people, and it's it's terrible the things that are out there, right? And our kids are extremely impressionable, whether they believe it or not, they are, and so a lot of times. People are even posting online, you know, looking for validation. Mm-hmm. Oh, there. I, I think they're, it's, it's almost like they're struggling to find a community, and the one community that they can find is through social media because they remain slightly anonymous, but they're able to connect through their struggles. I, I was shocked to find out that there's over 22,000 active users on Instagram that every day are posting hashtag ANA to support other young people who are anorexic, to starve themselves and to say, oh, you're beautiful, I can see your ribs poking out. And then looking into suicide and depression and things like that, finding that that's the only way that they feel like they can connect is, is online. It's, if, if there's a teenager out there that's listening that's struggling uh, with depression or anxiety or maybe is posting on, on social media about these things, would as a parent, what kind of advice could you give to them? As a parent, I'd say, you know what? Don't be afraid to talk to your kids about the hard stuff, mm-hmm. about this stuff. Don't be afraid to talk to your kids about suicide. Don't be afraid to talk. You know, if you think that's a, that's a thought of it, and you'd be surprised statistically how many kids think about or have attempted mm-hmm. suicide mm-hmm. that are in our youth, that are, say, from in high school age. 
Yeah. You know, I was reading the statistics before, I think it was up to 10% of youth have attempted suicide mm-hmm. in that age group, which yeah. is a staggering number. You know, and so, and, and being out there, being bold about talking about somebody out there that's struggling, it's unfortunate that, you know, not more people are reaching out, you know, or listening, and then reaching out is as simple as listening to somebody who's struggling. Yeah. Um, Kev, Kev, are you out there? Yeah, sorry, I just lost you for a sec, but, um, uh, you know, I was just saying, Romy, when you were talking about the, the social media and the, and the three Instagrams and, and uh, you know, or multiple Instagram accounts and all that kind of stuff, social media has changed everything, hasn't it? I mean, the problem is, and I, I've mentioned this before too, but when we post our stuff on Facebook or we see other people post their stuff on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or whatever it would be, I mean, for the most part, they're posting like all these great things and we compare our skeletons to their highlight reel. And it's just, it's such a, the the pressures that the young people and teenagers are under these days compared to what we had when we were growing up. I mean, everything from their, their greatest success to their biggest failure, that's all available online, isn't it? So, um, I mean... How how would you, Romy, say to parents, I mean, to talk to their kids about the the importance and validity of all that? Do you know what I mean? Oh, it's I know exactly what you mean. And you know what? And that and what you said is exactly true. A lot of kids are, you know, looking at somebody else's best and comparing it to their worst. And it's it's unfortunate. That's not how life really is. You know, and, and most people don't realize it. Even lots of young adults, you know, are still in that phase. You don't even realize that that's really not how life works. You know, and, uh, yeah. and another unfortunate thing with online media, you know, and, and Instagram and all the Facebook and any social media where people can post, there's most people out there are anonymous, right? They're sitting behind a computer screen, and if they, you know, who knows what they feel like saying or doing or encouraging. Most people aren't helpful. It's unfortunate. A lot of it's just harmful. You know, and there's mm-hmm. lots of hateful and bullying and all that stuff is all part of it. Mm-hmm. it, it it's sad. And so, really, what to do is uh, that's the big question, isn't it? Right? That's, yeah. that's exactly it. You know, it's uh, what do we really do that can be impactful in, in dealing with this issue? Because it's a real issue. Well, what do, you, what do you believe needs to change? What, what, if, if, if you would have had resources, the ideal perfect resources to help you before or after this, what would they have looked like so that we can attempt to create that for, for other parents that may be going through something similar? <clears throat> the ideal resources, uh, you know, honestly, for after the fact, I really don't know still, to yeah. be completely honest. It's only been a couple months. We're still dealing with time to sort out what it really is that we have, you know, our, how our lives have changed, mm-hmm. really. If I had to look back before before it and, you know, kind of see where some things would have been better or what we could have done better or could have changed or done more, I just wish we had better information faster, mm-hmm. you know, because this world works 10 times faster than it did when I was a kid, you know. <laughs> that, you know, it would take a week or two weeks to process or things that would change happen in a day now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. Yeah, kids will have you know post one thing online, and they'll have two hundred people like it, dislike it, comment on it, 
in a matter of hours. Well, you're not going to talk to 200 people when you're, you know, back when you were kids. <laughs> yeah. never going to happen. No. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's one of the things, Romy, like I was going to ask you, looking back um, and 10 weeks ago today, before that, maybe there are some things where you go, oh, that was so obvious or, oh, I could have done this different or whatever. How have you, um, like for other parents that hopefully are not going through this, but I'm sure there are people that are listening that are dealing with a similar situation. How did you process or how, more importantly, how are you processing this? Because I can't even imagine, uh, you and I have talked many times, but I still, I can't imagine exactly how you're feeling. You know what? That's, for me, that's two separate questions. How I'm processing and how I'm dealing with it is, I, I still don't know, to be totally honest. But uh, for your first question is, looking back, what I may have wanted to have done differently or as a parent or say as one of her friends, what there's, because I talk to a lot of my daughter's friends now, right? And there's a lot of regret there about not taking her seriously when she talked about suicide. Not, you know, not, not really bringing the seriousness of the situation forward. Waiting much too long to talk to us, at least that's what her friends would say, much too long to talk to us. Or anybody in authority, either being a teacher or a counselor or somebody else, about the situations that they knew that she was probably dealing with, because I'm sure her friends were the first line. They were the people that she was talking to every day, mm -hmm. right? And then for us, same thing. There's not taking it serious enough, because yes, she had clinical depression, and but you know what? Most people don't realize clinical depression is a can be a terminal disease. Mm -hmm. Evidently, yeah. It takes hundreds of kids every year in Canada, thousands in the U.S., from what I can understand. Mm -hmm. they, they estimate, I just was looking up, between 15 and 25, it's two an hour. And for every successful, it's, uh. there's another 25 that try in some, in some way, whether it's deep cutting or something like that. So it's, it's really scary. I know Ewan had a question just before we go to break here. Yeah, <clears throat> Romy, I know you've talked uh, a lot from your own perspective about the parent side and you've just touched recently just a minute ago about uh, her friends and some of the signs they've gotten and such and I'm curious if you have any thoughts on some sort of maybe I don't know what the right term is but hierarchy of contacts that your daughter had in terms of she has her friends circle her parents circle maybe you know, other people out there have like siblings that could all be different hierarchy. And I wonder how important it is for those groups to communicate if they hear something like this. Because if friends tell other friends, it doesn't really get out of that friend's circle. But if it gets from one to another, do you see a much more of a proactive situation that could happen? Especially as well if there happens to be some sort of youth, obviously, hotline or helpline in that community that they can also contact for information. But... Uh, Looking at this, because I know you're probably trying to beat yourself up and try and solve problems for something that's out of your control at this stage, but would you say that something along those lines is something that can help in terms of communicating out of circles, or is that something just irrelevant? Or? No, absolutely it is, because I'm sure, you know, like, that's exactly it. Her friend circle is not going to leave her friend circle, right? right? And her friends are not the ones who can specifically help her, right? Mm -hmm. Could have helped her. And the same could happen if, you know, if someone tells their brother or sister or something like that, but it stays in that circle. Yeah, it could be. We're going to a sibling, possibly, right? 
you know, that would hopefully get up to the parents. But uh, I'm not saying that her friends could not have helped her at all, but cannot, you know, cannot bring real clinical, proper, you know, you know, to the level of help that's needed for. And I'm not just talking about my daughter, but there's a lot of kids out there mm-hmm. like that. But unfortunately, are these kids' friends who are struggling right now? Those are the ones who know about it, right? Right, and yeah. and they're those kids, those people. They need to speak up. You know, they need they need to be the ones that are speaking up either directly to that person first, and then if that person's even telling them, going, no, 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 I don't want help. They got to realize that anybody who's suicidal or that kind of thing, they're they're in a deep despair. They're they're in they're not in a good place, and there's a serious mental health issue. Mm-hmm. So they don't always know what's good for themselves. And you can tell by that, by what things are happening out there. Mm-hmm. And, and, and with, with my limited experience, I'm, I, I just, before we go to break, I just want to say thank you because I, I had a friend take his life four years ago and I had a very close immediate family member attempt many times. And I, I still, I'm, I, I'm at a loss for words on how my heart and my brain and everything processes it. So for you to come here after 10 weeks is very, very selfless. And, and I'm, I'm sure what you have said has helped maybe dozens of people out there listening. So we just want to say thank you because it's yeah. an honor to have you here to, to share, to share your story and your advice with us. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. Thanks, Romy. I'm proud of you, man. Thanks, Kevin. Thanks for reaching out and, and prodding me you know, to, <laughs> to come. I, I, I do. I, I appreciate your friendship and everything that you provide for me, man. Thanks, bro. Me too. All right, everybody out there, I hope you've uh, enjoyed this. Um, We'll be back in just a couple minutes after the break. Make sure you have your pen out. I'll give you that number to text in if you want more information about Global Teen Wealth. Uh, We'll be back in just a couple of minutes. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Hey you, yeah you, are you tired of people asking you what you want to be when you grow up? Well, we can help. What if we gave you the money to start your own business? All you have to do is join the Teen Wealth Club. Even if you have no idea what you want to do, we can help you have the life of your dreams and play by your own rules. We are real, real people who believe that your life can be whatever you want it to be. And we know it works because we have hundreds of other teens just like you who are doing it right now. Check out GlobalTeenWealth.org and start the life of your dreams today. Don't forget to mention Teen Wealth Radio and we'll send you a free gift when you join. Or you can call us at 1-855-866-TEEN. That's 1-855-866-8336. GlobalTeenWealth.org. We're here to get you started on your future. Voice America presents a new kind of health awareness talk show, the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. Show host Sharon Kleina interviews leading scientists to discover how each of us can become proactive in protecting our personal health environment in an increasingly unhealthy world. Every show offers new information that could save your life. The Sharon Kleina Hour is health from an environmental perspective. Your ultimate source for a personal environmental lifestyle. Listen Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel and Wednesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. 
Tune in to The Patricia Raskin Show on VoiceAmerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This is the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions with the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio, Patricia Raskin. So tune in and call in to The Patricia Raskin Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are tuned in to Teen Wealth Radio. To join in the conversation, send an email to Brandy at GlobalTeenWealth.com. That's Brandy with an I at GlobalTeenWealth.com. Now, back to this week's show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Teen Wealth Radio. I hope you enjoyed our first segment with Romy. Um, it, was a, it was a tough one to do. Thank you, Kevin, for inviting your friend on here to talk about a very tough subject. Part of our major goal with Global Teen Wealth is to help prevent teen suicide because the numbers are on the rise and it's just not fair. Our kids deserve better than that, and that's why we're here. Um, because this is our last episode of the season, we've got all of our hosts on board uh, today, and we're going to be talking a little bit. I want, I want the listeners out there who have been listening to us over these last 13 weeks to really get to know the people that have been putting their heart and soul into this radio show and into Global Teen Wealth, um, and just get to know them a little bit more. Now, I heard a quote a long time ago that started the book that I've been writing. And when I traveled for 10 years to 22 different countries, I collected interviews of people who have overcome extraordinary things. And there's a group of about 20 questions that I would always ask. So I'm going to try and ask some of our co-hosts these questions and see what their answers are so that you can get to know them and see that they're regular human beings just like you who have been bullied, picked on, who have been depressed, gone through anxiety, uh, had not liked who they looked in the mirror, and, and have struggled with growing up. And so you can hear that we're, 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 we're you. We're, we're, we're all the same. All of us out there are all struggling with something or have struggled with something, and, and we're overcoming it together. So my very favorite question that I always ask is, who is your role model and why? So we've got our big man, muscle man in the house, Damian Gordon. Damien, please tell us, in two minutes or less, who your role model is and why. My role model? Um, why did you ask me so we're off the air? I don't, <laughs> uh, my role model? Um, Gandhi, I don't fucking... I mean, <laughs> no swearing. I'm not allowed to swear. No, he's not. They try, they try and tell me that um, I shouldn't swear and that uh, I should keep it low-key. So do you have a role model, or am I your role model? Yes. Brandy's my role model. She, she, uh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm not supposed to move, so I should do this then. Brandy's my role model. Oh, goodness. That's a good answer. I'll, I'll, I'll take that. You and do you have a role model you want to share with us? I do, Brandy, because when you told us before the show, I actually took some time and wrote some of these answers down. Um, and also, Damien, the camera isn't live, so you don't need to, you don't need to bend over. It's not live. Only I can see you, Damien. Damien so. keeps looking into the camera that we've got here, thinking it's live. I thought it was. We'll, we'll post pictures of him later. Oh, that was really cool. Let's, let's send him the Wikipedia link for radio. Yeah. It's an iPhone yeah. or an iPod. Yeah. Uh, my role models, uh, especially growing up, um, honestly, 
my mom and my sister Isla. Uh, I have two older sisters, and one of them, the middle sister, was a lot closer in age with me. Uh, we shared a bedroom growing up, and she was very, very successful. Uh, straight A student, honor roll, was on student council. She played a million sports and was an all star at all of them, almost made pro in soccer. And she really had a heavy hand in me just growing up in the same room, giving me pep talks about ways to be successful at anything you're doing about, especially in sports and being assertive and aggressive, as well as the importance of being a team player and how to work with a team, as well as just being so damn smart and successful that me being behind her, I had to keep that level. And then my mom, she's just a saint and she's an inspiration. She's a little pocket rocket who's five foot two and right up through until she's 75, she's still hiking or snowshoeing once a week. And it's impressive now that she has a hip replacement surgery that she's still out and getting it. And she's just so admirable and her character is always on point. She's taught me everything about manners and character and respect. And those two people who I'm thankful are so close to me in life that I was given a gift to or just I appreciate their presence so much. That's awesome. Thank you for having your answers prepared. <laughs> Kev, what about you? Who's a role model that you've got out there in your life that's really helped you overcome some of your difficulties and struggles as you grow up? Oh, man. You know, I, I love Ewan's answer about you know, his family, too, but my mom and dad, amazing. My mom went through double knee surgery, cancer, um, all that stuff, and just the best attitude, so I love that, but you know, like, I worked with so many incredible people growing up with youth programs and all that kind of stuff. Brandy, what you've started. Um, and just seeing people overcome obstacle after obstacle after obstacle and uh, just never giving up on their dreams. That's excellent. I'm, I'm glad. Um, and uh, I guess my, my role model... <laughs> I've had so many. I mean, some of our guests, you touched on it a little bit earlier, Kevin, um, men, like, like Alvin Law, for example. Um, yeah. It's definitely a huge role model in my life. But, but my family, I mean, my four parents and my two brothers, all, all of them, I, I watched them all struggle to raise me to be a, a competent, healthy, and happy young lady, and then watch them help both of my brothers. Some, one of them went through some mental health struggles, and the other went through some physical health struggles. And watching the four of them try and come together with their, like, there's no schooling to become a better parent. So watching them try and be the best that they can be, and, and being an older sister and watch my two younger brothers grow up and be parented by my parents, I just, I think being a parent is the hardest job in the world, and I'm so glad I had four parents who were definitely not perfect, but they tried their best to, to, to try and raise me. So they're, they're definitely my role models. Can Absolutely. I, can I ask you a question? Yeah, for sure. I thought you said four parents. Yes. Can you explain that to explain all Explain my four parents. <laughs> yeah, because biologically, I'm trying to understand Confused. This. I get it. Yes. Well, I, I was very lucky because my parents divorced when I was two years old and both remarried within a couple of years. And uh, each of those couples had one son. So I have a mom and a stepdad and a dad and a stepmom who each had one son on either side. And and so I got to watch from very many points of view what it's like to raise. Okay. Yeah. What about I, you? Have you figured out who your role model is yet, Damien? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, I, you know what, I've, I've lived a life of five people at once and I've seen some really incredible things and, and I, it would take me a long time to sit down and, and try and pick one out of like 30 incredible 
incredible people that like to for one person to stand out it would be almost like a discredit to the other 29 yeah. you know what I mean so it's like and I'm like uh, a question question uh, think 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 and it behooves me for the moment no problem <laughs> um, well one of my favorite questions to ask and, and I'll start with Kevin this time Kev my favorite question to ask is what is the worst thing about you and how have you um, figured that out in your life like I, I know what the worst thing is about me and it's a hard question to answer and to admit and to be honest about but I know it and, and it's something that I have to work on every day so are you able to share that and, and, and share how you work on that yeah, and thanks for the prep time on that, two seconds. <laughs> um, you know what? I, I've always, always struggled with insecurity. I've always thought I was the worst person in the room growing up, which is ironic because now we're doing self-esteem program and <laughs> teaching other kids to believe in themselves. But I always felt like I wasn't liked I just wanted to be accepted, and I would do whatever it took to be accepted. Mm -hmm. And I always thought I had to be funny all the time, or people wouldn't like me. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? So I always had to become the clown or the jokester, and I was afraid to just be myself and have a normal conversation with someone. And it became almost fake, although luckily I was really funny sometimes. (laughs) Not all the time. You're still really um, funny. But <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, that would be insecurity, just feeling not not worth it, not, not good enough. Yeah. And realizing, you know, we talked about this too. People aren't thinking the things for the most part that you think they are. Most of the time they're not even thinking about you at all or talking about you. You know, it's... But... Just be you, because you're the only person that can be you. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, well, it's it's funny coming from someone like you, because uh, you, I ever since I met you, you were always the tall, muscular, good-looking, funny guy, had it all going for him. So I think that's what young people out there need to understand, is that we see ourselves yeah. very differently than the rest of the world sees us. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I, I, you have to portray sometimes just to try and get through it. I'm actually quite short and fat. <laughs> You're so silly. Oh, goodness. How about you, Ewan? What about you? What's what's maybe one of the worst things about you, something that you personally struggle with? Uh, that's easy. That's tardiness. I'm always late for everything. And that seems maybe like a silly thing, but it's um, it's really important, especially uh, as a sign of respect to the people that you're meeting with and so uh trying my best to just literally get out the door with not just trying to be on time but trying to be 15 minutes early is uh something that I constantly work on um something that else that I might struggle with is just my own personal status and so you have your friends your family and they you have certain amount of I guess rapport with them and they all have expectations of you or at least the real thing is that you feel these expectations of them. And so trying to be happy with where you are, with what you've achieved, and trying to actually acknowledge what you've achieved as opposed to where you think you would be if you were the most successful version of yourself if, uh, if you don't see yourself that way. I think struggling with the status that I'm currently in and the fact that you have to work hard and be at a place 
further down before you can work for a place to get up and not be in there right away. So that sort of struggle of putting in the hard work to get somewhere better but not being there right away. Beautiful. And, and what about you, Damien? Mine would be <clears throat> procrastination. I always think I have enough time to get it done or I put things in front of it. Organization is one thing, but procrastination is definitely the bane of my existence, which is kissing cousins to tardiness and being late and not taking, like, I do, uh, if I'm driving at night from here to point A from point B, it might, might take 15 minutes. During the day, in Vancouver traffic, that's an hour. But you don't take account to the traffic rush hour or whatever. That's oh, 15 minutes, so I got plenty of time. Then you get out from the side street onto the main road and you're not moving. It's like, oh man, now you're late, you're making excuses, you're texting, hey, I'll be there soon. And it's, it's preventable mm-hmm. from way off. You can see it. You know? and, and I always get up with enough time to do everything, but I just, I just don't get it done. Oh, I get it done, but on my time instead of the time when it was supposed to. Yeah. So that's definitely one thing I have to fix and work on. Uh-oh, my turn. Yes. <laughs> uh, mine, mine's, I, I, I've always known the worst thing about me, and, and it's also my favorite thing about me. Um, I, I really, and, and Damien, I don't allow Damien to swear, but you know what, I'm going to do it. I really give a <laughs> shit about people. It's, it's, I, I will literally saw off my right arm and my right leg. My, my, my younger brother put it best when I was a teenager, and he said, Brandy, he said, I think you're the only person in the world that would cut off her leg just so she'd have a story to better help people who have lost their leg. And, <laughs> and, and that's gotten me into some trouble sometimes because I do put a little bit too much into things, um, and, and I do go home kind of heartbroken once in a while and, and want to lie on a couch and eat Haagen-Dazs and cry for three days because I do put uh, my whole heart into things, but that's also why it's my favorite thing. I'm, I've had a lot of young people that are in our program right now say to me, I want to help my friend or somebody's hurt me and I don't know how to deal with it. And, and they're just worried that they're giving too much because they may be taken advantage of. And, and you know what? I, I said this to my friend a few weeks before she died. She asked me, well, why is nobody here for me and in and, and, and this time of struggle? And, and, and maybe I shouldn't have been so nice and so kind and taking care of people my whole life. And I said, look, it's the worst thing about you. If you get to the pearly gates of heaven or wherever you think you go, and, you, and, and somebody, whether it's God or whoever you believe in, somebody says to you, what was the worst thing about you? And you can say, I cared too much. Then, then you know, you, you, can't, you can't go wrong. So. All right, Brandy, we've got about one minute before we go to break. And I just want to surprise you with some snap fire questions for yourself since you put this on us. <laughs> And so I've got four questions, and you have about 10 seconds to answer every one. Okay. All right? <laughs> yeah. What is one experience that you've had that you think is really important that everyone who's listening out here should have just for life in general? 10 seconds. Oh, gosh. I went somewhere that I was afraid to go. I spent uh, a long time, two and a half years in the Amazon, and, and discovered more things about myself than I did about spiders and snakes in the jungle. So traveling by yourself? Mm-hmm. What is one fashion mistake that stuck with you since then? Letting my mother dress me. <laughs> All right, you're going out to the most important day in your life. What shoes are you wearing? Oh, my five-inch heels. They're blue and sparkly. Last question. What is one thing you want to get done that you haven't yet in your life? Woo-wee! I want to finish my autobiography because I've been working on it for 13 years and I'm still not done and I think it's going to uh, be good for people. 
Awesome. You passed. I passed. <laughs> All right, everybody, we have to go to uh, our break right now, but if you do have your pens out, make sure you jot down this number, 707-200-6386. Send in your email address and the word happy, and we'll give you some great information about how you can win a scholarship for Global Team Wealth. Last week, we gave away a 32-inch flat-screen TV. Uh, we're going to be giving away some great uh, prizes like iTunes gift cards, restaurants gift cards, and things like that. We'll be back from the break uh, with Natalie from Art with Impact in just a couple minutes. Thanks for joining, everybody. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Hey you. Yeah you. Are you tired of people asking you what you want to be when you grow up? Well, we can help. What if we gave you the money to start your own business? All you have to do is join the Teen Wealth Club. Even if you have no idea what you want to do, we can help you have the life of your dreams and play by your own rules. We are real, real people who believe that your life can be whatever you want it to be. And we know it works because we have hundreds of other teens just like you who are doing it right now. Check out GlobalTeenWealth.org and start the life of your dreams today. Don't forget to mention Teen Wealth Radio and we'll send you a free gift when you join. Or you can call us at 1-855-866-TEEN. That's 1-855-866-8336. GlobalTeenWealth.org. We're here to get you started on your future. Tune in each week for Monica Phillips and powerful conversations. This is a thought-provoking show for business people, leaders, and entrepreneurs. We'll feature today's thought leaders and industry trendsetters from across several locations and industries. Give yourself permission to be inspired and live a fulfilling life. Be sure to listen to Powerful Conversations, live every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tired of lackluster results with your marketing? Craving more leads in your business? Tune in to the Mojo Marketing Edge with the team behind Mojo Global Marketing, Ira Rosen and Corey Michael Sanchez. Winners of the Marketer of the Year, they will show you how to generate daily leads, build databases of raving fans, and close deals faster than ever before. See what's hot right now and how you can tap into it to generate an endless supply of customers and clients. The Mojo Marketing Edge can be heard every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are tuned in to Team Wealth Radio. To join in the conversation, send an email to brandy at globalteenwealth.com. That's Brandy with an I at GlobalTeenWealth.com. Now, back to this week's show. All right, everybody, welcome back to Teen Wealth Radio. It's been a really great show so far. Um, we had Romy talking about his daughter just 10 weeks ago. She took her life at age 14. Uh, we're talking about ways that we can try and, and stop that for our youth or at least provide resources for parents, teachers, teens, anybody who may know a young person going through something like that. Um, we Every week we nominate uh, our Hero of the Week, 
And uh, this week we chose Natalie and Carrie, who have been our guests for the last 13 weeks from Art with Impact. Um, Art with Impact is such a great program. They encourage young people to create one to five minute short films all about whatever struggles they go through, whether it be bulimia, anorexia, depression, um, mental, any mental health issue. And, and they evoke conversations by bringing those films into schools. And we have Nat uh, on just today. Hi, Nat. Hello. So you're our hero of the week because what you guys do with Art with Impact, you and Carrie, is is instrumental. And anyone out there listening who hasn't checked out artwithimpact.org yet, please, right after the show, go there, share it with people. Now, tell us a little bit about um, exactly what you guys do. Yeah, of course. Um, well, thank you so much for having us on every week. It's been awesome to um, ex- extend some awareness about what we do on your program and hear um, the other guests and hear about what you're all up to. So that's amazing. Um, so yeah, Out With Impact, I mean, you mentioned a bit about our film competition and that's something that we've been running since 2012 is hosting an ongoing monthly short film competition where anyone of any age or geographic region can submit a film on the topic of mental health. And we put these films to work to really let them speak um, an effective language that sometimes we can't always portray our experiences accurately with words. Um, And with people who aren't really ready to talk about mental illness, the film gives them an opportunity to reflect in a safe and impactful way. So we really let the art... um, of these emerging filmmakers speak for themselves, and that's been a really effective way to initiate conversations and connect students um, in high schools and colleges with resources um, at an age where mental illnesses are most likely to present themselves. Um, because we had Romy on earlier, um, and, he, and he talked about his experience, um, it's, I, I didn't realize this, but uh, Damien is going to talk in, in for just a moment uh, after you, Nat, about his own personal suicide attempt, which he's never talked about before, and is a little bit, I think he's a little bit nervous to kind of share that, but uh, um, mm-hmm. you know he cares, and, and he's got a big heart, so he wants to help, but have you, Natalie, been touched in your life by suicide? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, when I was a teenager, I had a lot of... Um, suicidal like ideation where I would fantasize about it. it I was I struggled a lot in high school with an eating disorder and um, depression and anxiety which I didn't realize until like this year that, that that's what that was when I was in high school um, and I had a lot of thoughts about it myself and even um, up until a couple of years ago it was something that you know would pop in my mind every now and then when I was having a really bad day but there's a difference between um having those thoughts periodically and, and, and um, taking your own life. It's, you have to be at a point where you literally can't see any other option. Um, most of my experience has come from losing a really, really, really close friend of mine um, just under two years ago now, which is not so coincidentally around the time I started working with Art with Impact. So uh, when these things affect you in a really close basis, you learn a lot and realize how important it is to talk about these issues and make it okay for everyone around us to uh, speak candidly about their, what they're really going through and know the signs of when you can help someone and, and know what kind of questions to ask um, to really care about those around you um, and make an attempt to understand how they're feeling. 
Well, thanks again for joining us, Nat. Um, did, did you have a film that you wanted to share this week, or should we just tell people to check out all the films on artwithimpact.org? Um, yeah, I mean, if you go to our film library under the Films tab um, at artwithimpact.org or artwithimpact.ca, um, our most recent winner is called um, ADHD, so it's a, I think, three-minute film that kind of shows a glimpse into what it's really like to live with ADHD on a daily basis, which is a term we throw around really loosely but don't truly understand um, all the time what it really means. But we have 21 films, so I definitely encourage people to take some time and browse around those and... I can guarantee it'll be a good learning experience. Thank you very much. Um, thanks for joining Thank us again, Nat. I look forward to seeing you sometime this summer and attending some more of Art with Impact's events. Now, yeah, that'd be great. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. Now, for all of you listeners out there, you may have seen Damien in some of our pictures, but he is stunningly good-looking, very muscular, and really charismatic. And everyone that I know that's come in contact with him has just had a bundle of laughs. So it's a real surprise to me that he ever struggled with that. And that's really what we're talking about is you don't know. Mental health is no one's fault. You don't, you don't say... I have cancer and feel guilty about it. But for some reason, we have this stigma about people saying, I'm struggling with depression or I have anxiety. And, and you look at someone like Damien, who seems like he's got everything going for him, but, but he made a suicide attempt at some point in his life. Could you talk to us for a second a little bit about what yeah. that was like? Yeah, um, I've never heard it called suicide attempt for myself. Like I... To hear you say that is it, it's 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 deep. Like I've never heard anybody say, "Well, we're going to have Damon speak about his suicide attempt," because I never looked at it like that. Uh-huh. But to hear well, that's exactly what it was. But to hear it is mind blowing. Um, <clears throat> and uh, um, what I was saying before uh, when Romy was here was um, that you know there's some people talk about it, and, and but there's a lot that don't like. Yeah. You know, they're just like, there's, it's broken from what I know. It's a lot, sometimes it's a vengeance thing. Like, okay, I'll show you and you just find me dead. Or, um, you know, it's it's so embarrassing. You're trying to deal with it and battle with it by yourself. That, that was my case. Mm-hmm. I, I was, you know, I had three companies. I was making like, money wasn't a problem. Uh, uh, social life was great, was traveling, living in, you know, two different countries, everything was cool. And that was the worst time because I was such an under, underachiever to myself. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, I had all this going on. Mm-hmm. And, and um, when I went to attempt it, uh, uh, no one was home. I knew they weren't coming home. And I was just going to do it then mm-hmm. in the house. Mm-hmm. And they would just find me. And super selfish, and in hindsight, but when you're in that moment, it, you don't, the, the, the realm of reality disappears, and, and you're, I was, I can't speak in front of us, I was focused on what I wanted to do, which was leave. Mm-hmm. And, and I prepared everything, I knew exactly what I was going to do. <clears throat> I'm not going to go into detail because I don't want to give any ideas or elaborate anything, but you know, uh, my 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 long-term girlfriend at the time came home unexpectedly, and it was it was a horrible. It was a nightmare after that, and mm-hmm. no one wants to leave you alone. People want you to go and talk to people, and the last thing I want to do is talk to anybody. Yeah, and it, it was such, and I and and they're like, where where is this coming from? Like you? Mm-hmm. And, yeah, me. 
could be any, just like you said. You never know. And it was a very quiet, quiet thing. And as quickly as it came, as quickly as it, well, I didn't want to talk about it anymore. Mm-hmm. And and it, it 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 people think you know well if you, you you're doing it for attention you you know if you want to kill yourself it's easy it's it's hard to stay alive you walk mm-hmm. across street someone's going to smoke you yeah you know but me personally I was trying to as stupid and as oxymoron as it sounds I was looking for the courage to do it yeah and it's a very cowardly thing to do but I was waiting for that time like double dutch waiting for that time to jump in where. I can do it right then. It'll be over with. Bang, it's done. Mm-hmm. And and I'm gone. So if there's a young person out there, and, and we're going to be finished the show in just a couple minutes, So, but if there is a young person out there that's struggling with suicidal thoughts, mm-hmm. do you, from your, your personal experience, have a piece of advice on... on yes, maybe? yeah. Okay. Do not listen to that, that motherfucking voice inside. Don't listen to that thing that's telling you, you know, do it. You'll be better off if you leave here you know or you know if it's a vengeance thing or whatever don't listen to that thing inside because look around when I when I finally got out of that and I got this shake like look at what you're doing mm-hmm. I would have missed everything mm-hmm. you know and and, and it, there's so much when you're dead nobody's ever come back from death to say hey look you actually do burn in hell because it's a sin mm-hmm. if you're Christian or or you know what you go to another dimension and this is nothing it's a land of beautiful shit like no, you don't. Nobody knows, but yeah. you could just be in a box, dead in the ground, and that's it. And it's boring as hell. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just the best thing to do is to be still and do not act, and try your best to speak to somebody that is not in your situation. Yeah. A mother, father. Yes. Sometimes you don't want to talk to those people. Mm-hmm. Sometimes a stranger. I've had strangers get me out of situation. Yeah. So the, my, my advice is don't listen to that voice inside because that's what's, that's what's driving you to do it in the first place. Yeah, absolutely. It's just, it's, it's, it's a dimension that no one else can understand. Yeah. And you just got to stop listening to that voice and ignore it. Well, we, this, is, this has been a crazy kind of last show. And Damien, thank you so much for being candid and, and saying that because I You're know welcome. it's not, so, not something you were ready to really talk I, I, about. I didn't know I was going to say anything. I didn't know it was going to come out. And, and it just happened, but... You know. well, that's that's my gift. I get everybody to spill their guts whether they want to or not. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> um, I hope I helped somebody. And uh, I'm sure you did. Well, did. you know what? I think I think after this radio show, I think we're going to start to do a YouTube series and uh, start start getting us all on camera, sitting around a table together, and just having discussions about this. Um, uh, we only have a minute left before we all go, um, but I just wanted to tell people like. Look, there we're we've all been touched by suicide. We've all been touched by self-esteem issues and struggles and and we're all fighting a battle every single day whether it's it's easy to share or not. Um just just reach out to somebody. That's what that's what everybody said. Um look at, look at yourself in the mirror and just know that t- tomorrow's going to be a better day. Um and and it's not always going to be easy, but there's there's so many great things out there waiting for you. And and if you need someone to talk to, all of us are here all the time. You can find us on social media, go to our Facebook page, find Teen Wealth, go to globalteenwealth.org, look us up. Kevin's had over 25 years of experience in coaching young people. Um and and feel free to share your secrets with us and and we'll share ours back with you because we believe that you deserve better uh than that. And Brandy, can I can I just say like I know we're we're out of time here and it's such a shame. Thirteen weeks went so fast. Sometimes, guys, there are no 
answers to what you're dealing with. There's no easy answers. It's okay. Just just talk. There's no right way to process this stuff. Um, but uh, we're here for you, like Brandy said. So, um, yeah, yeah, that was a great show. Well, thanks, everyone, for listening. Again, I just want to remind you, we're on Instagram at Teen Wealth. We're on Twitter at Teen Wealth Radio. We're on Facebook at Teen Wealth. Um, we've got our Global Teen Wealth program. We had 60 teens graduating from our entrepreneur program last week. We have another 30 that enrolled this week, over 1,000 on the wait list. I'm working to have this online program so anybody at any time can reach out and we can help. So thank you all for being with us for these 13 weeks. It's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, from our heart to yours, stick around, and, and the days will get brighter, I promise. <laughs> Thanks for being part of Teen Wealth Radio. Please join your host, Brandy England, her guests, and panel of experts again next Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an awesome week, and we'll see you here for the next show.